The Holy Bible outlines the future of the world. Bible prophecy reveals the sequence of world events leading up to the end of the world. What major event on the world scene should you be watching for? My friends, in the not-too-distant future, a great world superpower will rise above the United States. That superpower is even now emerging on the world scene. Will it be China? China's ambitious military, economic, technological, and space advancements hint at its powerful role in end-time events. Or will the Russian nuclear power grow in dominance? These great national powers will play a role in end-time prophecy leading up to Armageddon. But neither of these two nations will be the world's top superpower. The book of Revelation in your Bible predicts that a resurgent European force will dominate the world. Your Bible calls it symbolically the Beast of Revelation. Who is this powerful force that will affect all nations on the earth? You can find the answer in the study resource we're offering today. It's titled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon Coming Reality. It's yours free of charge. Be sure to write down the contact information to order your free copy. Your Bible reveals major prophetic events that you should be aware of. Jesus Christ, the greatest newscaster and prophet who ever lived, warns us of one of those major prophetic events in Luke 21, verse 20. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near, and they, the people of Jerusalem, will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. This end time event will usher in the dangerous times of the Gentiles. My friends, you need to know the future. You need to know the prophetic times of the Gentiles, a time that will imperil everyone on earth. A new superpower will arise on the world scene during this prophetic time period. What dangers will we face? You need to know. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. Most students of Bible prophecy know that we are living in the prophesied time of the end. The prophet Daniel uses that expression four times in chapters 11 and 12 in your Bible. He reveals a time of worldwide cataclysm. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. These dangerous times lead up to Armageddon in World War III. In Matthew 24, verses 21 and 22, Jesus of Nazareth also proclaimed that unique time in all history at the end of the world and stated, And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Jesus gave that warning after outlining end-time prophetic events. In Luke 21, Verses 7 through 18, he reveals the signs of the times and the end of the age. Then in verse 20 through 24, he describes a key sign. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart, and let not those who are in the country enter her. 
For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. But who are the Gentiles? And what are the times of the Gentiles? We'll answer those questions in today's program, and we'll be offering you an amazing revealing study guide, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. This resource will reveal the coming superpower and its control of the world's economy. It also reveals the Gentile kingdoms prophesied in your Bible. The study guide is free of charge. Be sure to write down the contact information. Who are the Gentiles? From a biblical perspective, Gentiles are the nations of the world not descended from ancient patriarch Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. The patriarch Israel had 12 sons, including Judah, many of whose descendants constitute the Middle Eastern nation of Israel to this day. Gentile nations would include Germany, Russia, India, and China. The first Gentile nations came to prominence in the land of Shinar, which later became known as Babylonia. The nations were setting themselves as a united people in opposition to God. They said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. That's Genesis 11, verse 4. You may have seen some of the artistic presentations of the Tower of Babel. Most of you know the story. God confounded their languages so they were no longer unified. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, its name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Genesis 11, verses 8 and 9. The New Bible Commentary Revised comments, quote, and their own further dispersion from Babel, verses 8 forward, is recorded as a special judgment on their blatant embodiment of the ungodly spirit that again after the flood characterized human civilization. The city once more, compared with Genesis 4, becomes the cultural focus of mounting human arrogance, end of quote. My friends, does that not reflect today's common anti-godly worldly attitude? The Apostle John writes in the book of Revelation, After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. God warns us not to participate in this future system called Babylon the Great. The Apostle John continues, Revelation 18, verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. So how can you avoid receiving those plagues? 
How can avoid the dangerous times of the Gentiles? We'll answer that question in the remainder of our program today. And you can learn more in this amazing free study guide we're offering today, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon Coming Reality. This booklet includes a chart that compares the characteristics of Daniel's visions and the Gentile kingdoms. The first column describes the image of Daniel 2. The second column describes the four beasts of Daniel 7. The third column describes the seven-headed beast of Revelation 13. The fourth column describes the harlot riding the scarlet beast of Revelation 17. The final two columns of this chart give the symbolic meaning and the historic fulfillment. Just pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet, The Beast of Revelation. You would also order this free booklet on our website at twtv.org beast. Or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to twtv.org beast. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org beast. In the first part of our program, we saw that Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies and will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The superpower that will cause this to happen is called in your Bible, the Beast of Revelation. Turn your Bible to Revelation 17. Here the Apostle John sees in vision a harlot riding a symbolic beast with seven heads and ten horns. Revelation 17 verse 3. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. What is the meaning of this beast? We do not have to guess, because the Bible interprets the Bible. Let's read that in Revelation 17, verse 9. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. And the beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth, and is of the seven, and is going to perdition. Here we see the heads represent mountains, a Bible symbol of governments or kingdoms. And these seven heads also represent seven successive kings. These are revivals of the original kingdom. In our free booklet that we're offering today, we have a chart comparing four parallel biblical accounts of these historic and future Gentile kingdoms. Most Bible scholars are familiar with the comparison of Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7 through 8, Revelation chapter 13, and Revelation chapter 17. How do we know the sequence of these historic kingdoms? The prophet Daniel, under God's inspiration, interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a great image with a head of gold. You can read about that in Daniel 2, verses 36 through 45. 
Daniel told King Nebuchadnezzar, you are this head of gold. That's Daniel 2, verse 38. God revealed to ancient King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon that he was the head of gold representing the historic Babylonian Empire. Nebuchadnezzar's dream revealed an image with a head of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. What empires or kingdoms did this image symbolize? The prophet Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that the head of gold represented him and his empire, the Babylonian Empire. Historically, this empire was replaced by the Medo-Persian Empire, represented by the chest and arms of silver. That empire was followed by the Greco-Macedonian Empire of Alexander the Great, represented by the belly and thighs of bronze. Then the Roman Empire, represented by the two legs of iron, dominated the world from 31 BC to 476 AD. The ten toes on two feet of iron mixed with ceramic clay represent a future revival of the Roman Empire. History has proved the accuracy of Bible prophecy. These empires have risen and fallen just as the Bible predicted. However, the very last empire has yet to arise. But what will it be? The new Catholic edition of the Holy Bible translated from the Latin Vulgate is generally called the Dewey Reims Version. It makes this comment concerning the beast of Revelation 17, verse 11. Quote, The beast spoken of here seems to be the Roman Empire as in chapter 13. In other words, both the beast of Revelation 17 and the beast of Revelation 13 represent the Roman Empire. This Catholic Bible also comments concerning Revelation 13, 1 as follows, quote, The picture of the first beast is based on the seventh chapter of Daniel. This beast is the figure of the kingdoms of the world, kingdoms founded on passion and selfishness, which in every age are antagonistic to Christ and seek to oppress the servants of God. Imperial Rome represents this power, end of quote. Yes, even the Dewey Reims Bible admits to the identity of the beast. Even today, many Europeans see the European Union as a new Roman Empire. Will the current European Union become the next Roman Empire? Tomorrow's World Regional Editor Douglas Winnale wrote the following in his article titled, Shadows Over Europe. Quote, Europe's modern leaders are still trying to unite Europe on a Roman model. When the Treaty of Rome was signed in 1957, laying the foundation of European unity, the participants stated that, we felt like Romans that day. We were consciously recreating the Roman Empire once more, end of quote. After the decline and fall of the ancient Roman Empire in 476 AD, there have been six historic revivals. My friends, you need to be alert to the final revival in the future. Our free booklet gives you that information you need. Be sure to request our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation. Here in the center of the booklet is a chart listing the seven revivals of the beast identified as the Roman Empire. The first head of the Scarlet Beast represents the first revival, the Imperial Restoration of the West under Justinian, 554 AD. The following revivals included Charlemagne, crowned as emperor in Rome on December 25, 800 AD. The next revivals included Otto the Great, Charles V, and Napoleon's empire. 
The book of Revelation gives us the setting of the end time, the time preceding the day of the Lord. The sixth revival is referred to in Revelation 17, verse 10. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. Read that in your own Bible. Some of you watching this program witnessed that powerful revival during World War II. What nations represented the sixth revival of the Roman Empire? We'll answer that question in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you this amazing free booklet that will document the rise of the next Roman Empire. It's titled, The Beast of Revelation. My friends, you need to study your Bible so that you will not be enslaved by the mark of the beast. Your future is at stake. You need to understand the mysterious mark of the beast and the meaning of the number 666 mentioned in Revelation 13, verses 17 and 18. Our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, will give you that understanding. It includes a chart documenting the successive reigns of Gentile kingdoms. What will happen when the times of the Gentiles ends? You need this free booklet. Call now. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now or go to twtv.org beast. In the previous part of our program, we saw that the ancient and powerful Roman Empire ruled for many years. We briefly discussed five of its seven revivals, ending with the fall of Napoleon in 1814 AD. The sixth of seven revivals ended in 1945 with the fall of Mussolini. One final revival of the Roman Empire remains. This future revival will consist of 10 kings or kingdoms unified with a symbolic beast. My friends, watch developments in Europe. Consider the rise of the next world superpower. 10 kings or kingdoms will give their power and authority to the beast. Revelation 17, verse 12. The 10 horns which you saw are 10 kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Notice the time setting of this final revival, Revelation 17, verse 14. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. Amazingly, this end-time superpower will try to fight the Lamb, Jesus Christ, at His coming. The time setting of this revival is just before the return of the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. But this end-time military machine will fail in this war against Christ. The King of Kings will conquer and overcome this final worldly system, and Christ will establish His kingdom here on earth. Daniel's prophecy shows a great stone smashing the feet of the dream image. Daniel 2, verse 34. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. That stone, my friends, represents the coming kingdom of God. Daniel explains this meaning in verse 44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. 
it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces of the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Yes, the kingdom that will stand forever will be the kingdom of God, ruled by the King of kings and Lord of lords. He will replace a deceptive religious leader in the future who will perform dramatic miracles. That leader will excite religious passions all over the world. Read that in Revelation 13, verse 11. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast. This future religious leader will deceive millions, even billions, by false miracles. My friends, you need to avoid deception. Request this exciting and revealing free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. Listen to these chapter headings. Rome, Ancient and Future Master of the World. The Beast's Mysterious Mark. This booklet will give you the biblical and historical information you need to understand the Gentile beast described in Revelation and Daniel. The beast in Revelation is identified by a mysterious mark. You need to understand the mark of the beast. The beast is also identified by a number, 666. What is the meaning of this number? And who is the woman who rides the beast? Our free booklet will give you the answers. Here in the center is the chart of the Gentile kingdoms. This booklet will help you in your study of Bible prophecy. There's no cost or obligation, so pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet titled The Beast of Revelation. You can also order this free booklet on our website at twtv.org beast. Or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free offer, Call 1-800-236-0531 or go to TWTV.org beast. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org beast. On today's program, we've seen that the beast of Revelation, the revived Roman Empire, will dominate the world during the years leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. The symbolic beast of Revelation 13 reveals his evil influence and power. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. 
It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. The Gentile beast power will rule over all nations, but God will limit its time to just 42 months or three and one half years. Revelation 13, verse 5. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. This time period is also confirmed in Revelation 11. The Apostle John writes in Revelation 11, verse 1, Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for forty-two months. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. Yes, as we read earlier in the program, Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. That's Luke 21, verse 24. How will those times end? Revelation 11, verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. This heavenly announcement declares the coming of the kingdom of God to this earth with Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords. Faithful Christians, both Gentiles and Israelites, will be born into the kingdom of God at the last trumpet, as it tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52. Notice the glorious calling God is giving individuals from all nations and languages. Revelation 5, verse 9. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Yes, Jesus Christ will end the dangerous times of the Gentiles. My friends, as it tells us in Luke 21, verse 36, Watch therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch for the time when Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies. And there are more major signs to watch for than we've had time on this program. You can learn much more exciting prophetic events in our study resource, the Beast of Revelation. Be sure to order your free copy. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. As the world becomes more stressful, dangerous, and challenging, you need to draw close to God and watch prophetic trends revealed in your Bible. Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, Rod McNair, and I will continue to share with you the revelation of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the good news of the coming kingdom of God, and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at the same time. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org beast. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. 
The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God. Do you have the feeling our world is going in the wrong direction? A very bad direction? Where can you turn to make sense of a world that is spinning out of control? It's really nice that we have a magazine that we can trust. And for us, it's really about the hope. It helps me be a better person. Jesus commands, freely you have received, freely give. So every subscription is completely free. Visit TWMagazine.org to get yours now.